0: And, uh, yeah, this was also one of the things that made me want to try and, and get into the industry and also mm-hmm. to contribute. that's right. at some point I just realized like, uh, Bitcoin taught me so much, you know, uh, I'm way more patient than I used to be. Uh, I'm more grateful, more humble, uh, used to have a pretty big ego still a little bit, but you know, it, it causes a bit of ego death, mm-hmm. uh, Yes, the death of the ego. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've been watching from the sidelines, but I felt it was time to start contributing. Uh, This was, I think, the end of 2022.
1: Welcome to the Bitcoin Talent Co. podcast, where we interview entry-level to C-level executives about working in the Bitcoin industry. Learn about their interview process, what they do day-to-day at their Bitcoin job, and advice for current job seekers looking to work full-time in Bitcoin. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Bitcoin Talent Co podcast. I'm your host, Eric Podwajski, and today I'm joined by my friend Alder, who is the lead brand designer and brand manager at Synonym. Thanks for joining me.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Eric.
1: Yeah, uh, it's going to be an exciting talk, I think. Synonym is building some really cool tools from what I could see on the website here. We'll get to that eventually. But first, I want to start with you. I'm curious, before you got into the, the Bitcoin industry, what were you doing professionally before then?
0: Yeah, it's it has been quite quite a journey, uh, to be honest. Like, uh, I mean, I, I guess I've always been interested in in computers and in design. Like at an early age, I I tinkered around with computers, started looking at source code uh, from the early early websites, you know, and um, yeah, actually started building some websites at the age of fourteen. Uh, just simply first by driving around the neighborhood, looking for local businesses that might need, uh, uh, such a thing, you know, and, um, yeah, later decided to get more, uh, more serious, uh, set up a small digital agency. And, um, yeah, we, we build a lot of like websites, apps, you know, uh, but also brands and, and total, um, branding campaigns, um, and, um, Yeah, it it was super fun because at some point we decided to also spend like 50% of our time uh, actually developing uh, our own products for the consumer market. And this Mm -hmm. was uh, back in the day uh, at the early, the early app store days. Um, And uh, yeah, when we got the first iPhone, we immediately started uh, playing with it. And um, we were actually one of the first. 100 uh, or no, the f- first 1,000 apps out there, uh, it was a, a, a very stupid little app, uh, a taxi sign that you could hold, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to get a higher chance of stopping a cab in, in uh, like, big cities like New York and such. Yeah. And uh, I remember CNN reviewing that, actually saying something like, okay, instead of showing a taxi sign, it should say, uh, steal me, you know. <laughs> That was pre-uber back- days too. Uh, yeah, it was pre-uber days. Yeah, yeah. There, w- there was no like logic involved. It was just a blinking taxi sign. You know, you yeah. couldn't do a lot back then with the tech. Uh, but it was quite uh, funny and successful. We also um, uh, did some more. We, we we tried to add a bit more value there. So our next apps were. Uh, uh, building a, uh, an app that saved on groceries uh, for, mm-hmm. for consumers. And this was back in the credit crisis. So, um, yeah, it was a really fun way to add products to your grocery list, uh, that were, uh, on sale and you could quickly see what that totaled up to and what you could save on your groceries. Um, and that, that used to be a pretty good success, actually, commercially uh, also we experimented with, with games as well. Uh, when the iPad came out, we realized, oh, wow, this is a really fun device as a multiplayer device um, around the tabletop, you know? So we built a, a classic, uh, uh, it was called Actum, Actum di Kurve. it was like a, a play on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked a bit like a retro snake kind of game where you, you could cut off the other players. And, uh, yeah, it got really popular worldwide. Um, uh, at some point, uh, even pro poker players, uh, started playing that at uh, tournaments between rounds for insane amounts of, of money. We, uh, discovered that at some point, but yeah, so, uh, I'm really a product builder I, I love, I love building products at some point. I realized I, I'm not too much of a company builder. Mm-hmm. So I feel these are two uh, very different skill sets, yeah. And, uh, especially things like HR and and overall, just managing people was not really uh, my thing. Or I mean, it gave me some stress to some extent. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah. Also, did, did some startups like you know back then. Also, location sharing was a thing. Um, so I don't know if you remember Foursquare and I'm not sure maybe you're too There true. rings a bell. I'm not sure. Yeah, so so that used to be very popular. You could check mm-hmm. in places and share that with your friends. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, we built like a a competitive local initiative that looked a bit like that. Um but yeah, anyway, at some point I, I wanted to get more, uh, also into, um, uh, education because I, I did some guest lectures at, at mm-hmm. my local university and really loved with working with young talent, you know, um, so I did that, uh, part-time as well for a few years, um, lecturing on, on marketing, branding, uh, uh user experience, uh, user interface design as well. Mm-hmm. and. um I also have a background in uh, brand management, so I have a master's degree in in that, um, and a bachelor's degree in communication and multimedia design. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so uh, a history uh, where I'm partly entrepreneurial, um, um, but mostly specialized into, uh, I would say, uh, basically... uh, trying to get really uh, complex concepts and make that as easily digestible as possible, as intuitive as possible, mm-hmm. I would say that's, that's a skill a specialty. Um, and yeah, the intersection of, of branding, of user experience, uh, of uh, now even Bitcoin thrown mm-hmm. uh, in, in there is, is something that really interests me. Yeah. Nice.
1: Hey guys, real quick. As a Bitcoin-focused recruiting firm, our goal at Bitcoin Talent Co. is to bring as many professionals into the Bitcoin industry as possible. Since we don't run ads, our one ask is to rate, review, and share this podcast with friends and family so more people can find this show. Thanks, and now back to the interview. So I want to take it back. You said maybe in your teenage years you started your entrepreneurial journey, building websites related like that, and then you started your own agency as well. Um, curious though, so. As you're getting older, when did you realize you so you were definitely an entrepreneur, but you're more of a product guy? When did you realize you're not like the business guy? That's part of a, a startup?
0: Yeah, um, I, I guess about 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, and What made you realize that it, it made me a few things. So I started realizing that I'm really not that good at like scaling companies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, also, like the whole Funding f- uh, thing and and yeah. just the commercial side of things and and administration side of things uh, didn't really interest me. Um, I guess I, I I could have succeeded in that uh, in building that out if I would have found perhaps uh, some more like matching co-founders mm-hmm. and that that would have been uh, one one avenue. Um, but you know at some point you also just got to realize like okay let's take what i'm good at and try to excel in that yeah i think that's really important
1: for listeners to hear that are thinking about maybe starting some kind of bitcoin startup uh finding co-founders that complement where you kind of lack so having a self-awareness to, to think hey maybe i need someone to help with the business side of things while i focus on the product because that's what i'm good at and, right yeah I, I see people like that aren't able to do that that matchmaking that find people that compliment them and the business really never gets off the ground. So I think it's really important in the early days to recognize that what you're good at, what you're not good at, and yeah, get people to help you with what you're not good at. Exactly. Cool. So what's, uh, let's bring Bitcoin in the, in the, uh, story here. When did you start learning and buying Bitcoin and what brought you to, the, to today?
0: Right. So, uh, back, back in, I think 2011, hmm. uh, uh, Bitcoin first was on my radar with uh the the famous or infamous slash dot article yeah um reaching parity with the dollar i think uh but i i I had a quick glance at it, but didn't really look into it, but I thought it was interesting, like money for the internet uh interesting but uh I was too busy with my company back in the day, so mm-hmm. I guess in two thousand thirteen uh we started playing with it at the office uh using the uh browser-based blockchain.info wallet I, I clearly remember like the the sounds that were built in whenever you made a payment mm-hmm. that was super fun but also made me realize like wow this is this is groundbreaking like you hear you hear this sound and instantly it's the bitcoin landed in someone else's wallet you know wow. and, um i didn't realize that it needed some blockchain confirmations you know back then but you know it, it was fun and and uh, we used it mostly to play with satoshi dyes mm-hmm. uh, uh on, on like friday afternoons with uh, with the office guys yeah. so uh but but didn't really uh start learning about bitcoin until probably 20 uh 17, in 2015, I did buy some, but didn't have the conviction or the knowledge
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, to really uh, get through that bear, bear market. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in 2017, I, I really put in the hours and, and learned everything there is about it. Once you really get going, you 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 can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. It's a new revelation, like everything changes. Mm-hmm. The world, world view changes, you know, so um yeah so that's it basically uh of course i also played around with uh some crypto some shitcoin as well uh you know nothing but wrong with that, i did too but but i realized that in the end like or, or quite quickly i realized that okay this is this is just a casino you know and there's nothing wrong with that necessarily right. but none of these are are going to challenge bitcoin as as money mm-hmm. bitcoin has this immaculate conception right yeah and, and, yeah, I mean, all of the, the other stuff, uh, in the end, it has mostly central governance. Uh, um, uh, the the initiators usually hold a, long, uh, hold a, hold a large stake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's printed out of thin air. It's pre-mined. Uh, you know, I, I like to say, like, Bitcoin is printed from energy and mm-hmm. uh, shit coins are printed from ego. I like that. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> was there a specific moment or a time you can
1: point to when you kind of realized that Bitcoin was different than the rest of the, the, rest of the cryptocurrency uh, market?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really remember. It was kind of gradual. It, it, mm-hmm. it was gradual, yeah. yeah. But it, it was quite quite soon, like after really putting like 100 hours into it. Yeah. Uh, and, and getting like all the nits and grits and workings, inner workings of it. Yeah. But, yeah, and mostly the, the monetary side of, of Bitcoin interested me the most, like, initially. Um, and, um, yeah, really learned a lot from from guys like Michael Saylor, uh, mm-hmm. Save, Save Dina Moose, um, Robert Breedlove as well, oh, yeah. uh, Knut, Knut uh, Svenholm, I think. Yeah. But, but also, like, t- the technical stuff, it's also interesting, like, from Eric Voskule, and, of course... Uh, John Carvalho has interesting takes mm-hmm. um, so I, I like that as well um, and, and Max and Stacy to some degree uh, yeah there's a every, t- there's yes. so many
1: great educators out there nowadays yeah and yeah I wanted to touch upon too the the adoption cycles uh, I've noticed a trend it's like 2017 2018 there was a big wave of adoption and then like 2020 2021 um, another big wave and I'm wondering in the next couple years, maybe like 24 to 2025, what this next adoption cycle is going to be like, because I feel like we're almost at the tipping point where it's like, definitely breaching uh, mainstream culture. And we're just almost at the point where we're we're less than 1% adoption, I think, overall, but that's going to quickly creep up 12345% or more uh, this next cycle.
0: So yeah, I I definitely agree with you. And I think one of the missing pieces is actually um, to have a, a frictionless experience, you know, I say that over uh, and over again, yeah. buying and spending Bitcoin. Yeah. Yes. Like, and, and this is also one thing that frustrates me a bit, uh, which is like the whole, uh, crypto ecosystem, shitcoin ecosystem. Uh, they usually have quite some funding, right? So yeah. when you look at the wallet experiences and, and, yeah just the overall quality of the branding and stuff like this is yeah. usually a lot better you know than Bitcoin initiatives and Bitcoin companies Yeah. um and uh yeah this was also one of the things that made me want to try and and get into the industry also mm-hmm. to contribute you know right. at some point I just realized like uh Bitcoin taught me so much you know uh I'm way more patient than I used to be, Uh, I'm more grateful, more humble, uh, used to have a pretty big ego, still a little bit, but you know, it it causes a bit of ego death, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the death of the ego, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been watching from the sidelines, but I felt it was time to start contributing, Uh, this was, I think, end of 2022, yeah, got it,
1: okay, yeah, so,
0: Talk me through what and right. end of 2021. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you have this Bitcoin thing in the background, uh, consuming your life and your brain space more and more. You decided that you wanted to dedicate your career, time and energy into building Bitcoin products, um, improving user interfaces. So yeah, what led up to you joining Synonym?
0: Right. Yeah. So once I made that decision, like, you know, uh, actually it was more than Uh, wanting to contribute to the ecosystem it was also like from and this sounds a bit like over the top maybe Mm. but i think to some extent it it definitely contributed which is uh i I felt a moral obligation uh uh, especially yeah back in in 2021 the end of 2021 you know uh, a lot of our freedoms were um well, I wouldn't say under attack but yeah you, know, you could feel it in the air yeah and, um yeah I felt that time was running out for for us to build a great alternative to this mm-hmm. and, and enable a very prosperous feature, uh, future future for for everyone so <clears throat> Yeah, it sounds a bit heavy, but <laughs> again, I, mean, I
1: completely agree. I have t- talked to many people that have done the same thing. Basically, they're like, I, I have to dedicate my time, and energy to this thing, because I want to see it succeed for kind of humanity. Right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh, it's great energy, I sure you Now, once you realize that it's a huge driver, it's a lot of intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it so amazing, you know, that there's a, a money out there that Humankind cannot really control, you know, that's sort of out of our hands. And it it becomes this part of nature in a way, you know. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy that currently economic planning is just at the whims of few guys and central entities, you know, Powell deciding whether or not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah. these were the main drivers for me to, to start looking and, uh, I started looking around at Bitcoin and jobs, I think. Okay. And the website. Yeah. Got And, it. and, and this was also where I found uh, my current position. Mm-hmm. So I looked at multiple companies, um, uh, had a look at Galoi, you know, yeah, from Bitcoin beach wallet mm-hmm. and um, what's the other one? think Unchained Capital was there. Um, but ultimately, uh, uh, you know, Synonym was definitely in my top three. I would say probably top one. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, in terms of values and vision that they portrayed, mm-hmm. I, I felt immediately at home and like, okay, this is something I want to contribute to.
1: And how did you get your interviews? Did you just submit an application right on Bitcoin or jobs and you got a callback or was there more to it
0: basically uh, yeah i okay. uh, i I did submit an application via email um, uh, wrote a cover letter you know yeah that, that's very that important aligned, that aligned with with the vision yeah and um yeah uh got a very enthusiastic email from john uh just a- <laughs> Few days later, and um, uh, had a call with him, uh, and that was super interesting as well. Like I felt an immediate click, you know, mentally, and uh, you know, it wasn't your typical iron call. Uh, we we spent a lot of time just talking about various concepts like
2: mm-hmm.
0: freedom, you know, just. Bitcoin in general, the latest rants on Bitcoin, Twitter, uh, yeah. like this, and different perspectives, different takes on it. Um, and yeah, he really, uh, tested me out of course on, on like values and such. And yeah, I think this must, must have been one of the things that led him to ask me to, to do a, uh, challenge, a design mm-hmm. challenge, uh, that was the second round, basically. Where, uh, um, yeah, I, I had a, like a limited time slot to uh, perform a certain design challenge mm-hmm. and, uh, that was assessed by him and the team, and uh, yeah, led to uh, uh, another round of interview and uh, ultimately uh, made me land this position. Nice. And brand brand that... manager and, and lead designer.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the position title was like lead designer, yeah. brand manager. Got it. Okay, cool um i want to take it back real quick to the cover letter do you recall anything like how did you write your cover letter so it was attractive to anyone reading it like how did you catch their attention how did you relay your your passion for bitcoin why you wanted to work in the industry i think it'd be really important for uh listeners to hear that interesting
0: question Uh, i guess i never really thought about or reflected on that but i i know that I wrote it in a way where I made sure that the copy was inspiring, you know, because I'm also sort of in copywriting as well as part mm-hmm. of my set. So I tried to make that, uh, convincing. Um, and I also painted a future scenario basically where, uh, um, I spoke about like my, my niece or nephews, where mm-hmm. I, I want to see a future materialize where they're not like, constricted in any way. Yep. And I, I don't re, re, recall the exact exact copy you know, words, of course, but I think this was uh, the introduction here uh, and then basically uh, tied that in with uh, my, my previous experience professionally. Um, yeah. How did you make that relevant then? So your previous
1: experience, how do you make those skills, I guess, transferable to the Bitcoin space and in relation to design brand ma- and brand management?
0: Yeah. So. Again, like I feel like this is um, one of the areas that is still unexplored in the Bitcoin space. Uh, I feel that there's a lot of work to do mm-hmm. uh, in terms of design, in terms of ease of use, in terms of, of branding. And um, um, yeah, uh, basically if we want to appeal, like as you mentioned, to a new wave of influx of, of end users, uh to uh to your grandma to, to your to your nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh they need to have an experience that is similar to their let's say uh banking application or you know um uh, we, we shouldn't speak of complex concepts like lightning channels or such, you know. Yeah. It should it should be something that is intuitive yeah. and easy to understand. So I guess I, I sort of Went into that in the cover letter, um, and I think, like what I mentioned before, like the, especially my my experience re- regarding the intersection of, of branding and UX, yeah, um, uh, I think brings value to the, to to synonym, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because lately uh, a lot of companies realize that their digital touchpoint, you know, their apps or their websites, this is the touchpoint that people consume the most, spend the most time with and in. So this is your touch point from a branding perspective, a brand Mm -hmm. management perspective, that should be fully optimized, you know, that that should be consistent, that should express your brand values. And, um, yeah, uh, a lot more companies are realizing that. And I feel like the Bitcoin space needs to do that as well.
1: Yeah. And from a brand perspective, being the brand manager. How do you, you I guess pitch synonym and uh, can you give an overview of what exactly the company does
0: uh, I guess if you open our website right it's uh, digital freedom starts with you yeah and and uh, I realized that when I went to the websites it's, it's all about you the user as right. you read through it yeah right it's calling out you know in a way people uh, to find their responsibility their inner responsibility hmm uh, to uh, um, take on the reins, take charge, take control of their uh, digital life, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and but if 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 I zoom back a bit and and uh, zoom out a bit and more, go more into like what Synonym is about, uh, then we would like to enable you know a, a peer-to-peer economy. Uh, a atomic economy, uh, a new infrastructure. You know, um, for um, for the web. You know, we have the money part sort of figured out. Bitcoin, right? Yeah. But we can take the same ethos and principles, like holding your own keys, and e- expanding that to uh, to cover also um, managing and owning your own contacts, your mm. profile, your 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 digital presence on, on the web um, and and also the content that you produce. Right. Uh, so we're trying to take that concept of ownership and trying to expand that to cover the entire digital life for end users. Mm-hmm. So this is um, we're appealing to yeah, people that value autonomy, value uh, self-sovereignty, um, and yeah, we're, we're designing and developing an ecosystem and the rails, the infrastructural rails to support all this, mm-hmm. you could say. And then we, we have some products and, and services that we have developed ourselves that express that
2: mm-hmm. vision.
0: Uh, but we also invite others to, uh, to, to build on these rails as well. Right. And the different tools are all open source. Correct. Yeah, correct. It's all okay. open source, and when I, when I go a bit more into detail, I don't know if we have time for that, but. Uh, yeah,
1: it'd, it'd be good to highlight, I guess, each toolkit you guys are building out.
0: Right, so I guess BitKit is the most um, familiar brand that we currently offer, mm-hmm. which is our f- full-featured uh, wallet, right? It's mm-hmm. a self-custodial mobile wallet, and it offers a truly authentic Bitcoin experience, you know? Uh, uh because we hand the keys to your your money your contacts your 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 profile and even like your web accounts so you can sign in with uh, with just a tab. yep um yeah that that um really tries to embody that vision so, and express that vision so uh then blocktank is our uh, lightning service provider uh that we primarily use uh within bitcoin uh but it's also uh available as a widget for example Uh, if you have a different self custodial wallet Mm -hmm. you can go into that widget and uh, purchase a lightning connection uh, basically a lightning channel so um and then we have uh, slash tags which is basically a set of developer tools Uh, this is the rails um that I was speaking of earlier Mm -hmm. uh, that that allows you to build yeah secure and scalable uh, peer-to-peer applications. And this puts users really in control of all of their data.
1: Yeah, I think that's very important. It's becoming very apparent to me, at least, uh, I think since like Noster's come out, realizing yeah. the importance of owning your online identity and being able to pick that up and take it wherever with you, uh, especially the use of passwords. password, you see these password managers always getting hacked and your data getting leaked. So I think Bitcoin is providing a solution to that and it's really cool to see synonym um, building tools to help push that forward uh cool so i'm curious more i guess about the company itself like how many employees are you guys at nowadays
0: and are you located in one area or is it dispersed so we're a very international team we mm-hmm. are with about 15 uh talented uh bitcoiners yeah and, um Uh, Yeah, we're located all around the world, um, but mostly vertically, (laughs) so uh, all the way from like uh, Northern Europe to to, uh, Africa, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then a few outskirts uh, as well uh, around the globe, also in in Australia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very international, and uh, we do uh, meet up quite a bit during the year uh, for like team meetings um uh, in, in in the middle of europe mostly so mm-hmm. uh yeah it's super fun to really build these these connections you know it's always a challenge if you're a remote company uh, to uh yeah uh, build high quality connections with your coworkers, workers but yep. uh, these team members definitely help
1: yeah i think that's that's the model to to go after if you're if you're a business owner it's have a remote team but then do maybe quarterly or maybe twice a year meetups. So like our team just got back from BitBlock boom, and we all got an Airbnb together and we're just awesome. Man. like, we talk with zoom every day with each other, but to be in person really changes it and being with Bitcoiners, that's like the next level. Cause we're all on the like kind of the same wavelength there. So how important is it for your organization to hire Bitcoiners? Is it, is it a must? Yes. Got it. Well, well, what's, so- what's the benefits of working with other Bitcoiners compared to other jobs you've had in the past?
0: Oh, you know, um, there's less bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So so everyone is, is very much to the point, is super productive, is is sincere, is genuine, you know, is honest, uh, very talented. We're all working towards the same goal. Um, you know, a lot of stuff is, or I should say, there's not much stuff left unsaid. So if there are any issues, they get dealt with. Pretty much immediately, uh, there's not a lot of friction. Uh, things like this, yeah. Uh, and and of course we're mostly aligned, you know, mentally in terms of value sets and worldview. So, that, yeah, that makes it fantastic to work with. I'm, I yeah, I feel really privileged to be working with this team.
1: Yeah, that's what just makes me bullish too on on Bitcoin startups. I think they're they're set up culturally to outwork any other company, any other competitor. you Absolutely. have those those values aligned, you have people that are there not just collect a paycheck. They're there to build and make a difference in the world. That just changes the mindset of everyone involved on the mission there.
2: Um,
1: yeah. Let me go back to synonym. What's uh, some upcoming products or services you guys are looking forward to building and releasing in the near future?
0: Uh sure. Um I mean, we don't have a published uh, roadmap necessarily, yeah. Uh, and and we we like to to really refine our, our offerings before we we, yeah, showcase them to the market and and try to uh, appeal to the market. Um, but I I can reveal like some things that we're working on. Uh, I guess for for Blocktank uh, we're working on uh, JIT channels, you know, just in time uh, channels. Uh, to to basically uh, mm-hmm. flatten down the waiting time uh, of someone onboarding to a Lightning and making okay. that a frictionless experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, also scaling, uh, working on the LSP spec. You know? uh, we have this LSP spec group yep. mm-hmm. uh, that we're contributing to. Uh, Regarding BitKit, we're re-architecting the code mostly uh, to support and accommodate uh, future upcoming features that are also Slash Stacks related. Mm -hmm. Um, Can't really go into details there, but we're trying to get to a 1.0 out of beta, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're progressing quite nicely there. We have some fun upcoming stuff for the Plan B Lugano uh, conference uh, that we're also going to do within BitKit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really refill anything there. Uh, slash tags uh, is uh, being overhauled as well. Uh, we'll also have like uh, more detailed uh, documentation set for developers um, to make it more easy to build on that mm-hmm. uh, infrastructure. Um, but also internally, in terms of uh, code, uh, architecture is being reworked um and we're very excited about what this enables because that also brings me to the next point which is uh, um while all of this is going on we're also doing r d on a next flagship product uh, which will demonstrate more of the slash stacks opportunities and and use cases uh that that uh, yeah begin our journey of unlocking the atomic the economy, you could say, yeah um, so and and this new infrastructure for the web um, yeah holds true to the ethos of Bitcoin, like I said, and it's built around concepts of self sovereignty, agency uh, things like this, so we're trying to extend this concept of holding your own keys, but I already yeah. touched on that,
1: yeah, yeah. I guess in terms of building this all out too, uh, do you guys plan on scaling the business at all and
0: hiring more? Yeah, definitely. Uh, currently we're looking for Node.js uh, engineers. Okay. And um, uh, also mobile app developers. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if, if there's not an open position that is a 100% fit, you can always uh, apply. And if you think you can add value to Synonym, uh, we're definitely open uh, for anyone that is super enthusiastic to, to wanting to contribute. Mm-hmm. What about any non-technical roles you'll think be hiring for soon? Um, um, <clears throat> I currently don't know any specifics regarding yeah. that, but again, uh, if you think you can add value, uh, just contact us. And how would
1: someone that, you know, they see they're cinnamon and what you guys are building, they believe in what you're building and. There's not a position open for them right now, but how could they add value without officially
0: working for you? What do you think? Sure. Well, uh, uh, that would be quite easy. Uh, I mean, if you have a GitHub account, you can start looking at our repositories and trying to contribute in that way. Uh, you could also, uh, yeah, email us with ideas on, on like additional features or improvements for for BitKit mm-hmm. and things like this. Uh, you could join our social media channels and, and talk to us there um yeah we're open to to learn from everyone learn from feedback uh, so uh, yeah feel free to do so yeah i really encourage people to do that is
1: just find just start using uh synonyms tools and if you find something that you can add value in any capacity whether it be through code or it be through design uh experience and just relaying that to alder and his team that's going to be very helpful i'm sure it'll lead It'll open up the door to more opportunities as well. Uh, not enough people are doing this right now, and everyone wants a Bitcoin job, but no one's willing to put that upfront value to a company. Right, right. Yeah. Um. I forgot to ask before. So, as the lead designer and brand manager, what do you do day to day in your Bitcoin job?
0: Uh, great question. Um, drink coffee? Uh, no. no. <laughs> So, yeah, of course, I do UX, UI, uh, I do prototyping, I do uh, product design conceptually, also coming up with the feature sets for for next releases together with uh, uh, John, also working with uh, Matt there from from, uh, our marketing manager. Mm -hmm. um, Basically, the whole team is is able to to contribute to our user experience, which is great. Uh, We have uh, weekly UX calls where... Everyone is invited to uh, to bring up new ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, back to my um, my daily uh, activities, um, working on brand strategy. Uh, um, um, yeah, also, because we're still quite small as a team, I also do things like the promo materials, uh, slide decks. Um, I also manage some uh, freelancers, some mid-level designers. Uh, we, we also had a, a junior designer uh, a while ago. So... Mm-hmm. I, I do have my small team of, of designers that I also uh, manage um, and try to basically oversee uh, the projects in, in terms of experience and design.
1: And when, when you hire freelance designers, what are you looking for exactly um, that would make a good fit?
0: Okay, so we're looking for very special skill sets in that regard. Uh, uh, for example... Um, we have one guy that does these amazing 3d renders for us Mm -hmm. that you've probably seen in our visual language. Um, so, and at at this moment, I'm not necessarily looking for anything else in particular, but it could very well be like special animation skills, um, or, uh, like video production, uh, things like this.
1: Okay. And how are you finding these freelancers? Uh, whether it be design or any other um,
0: function. Right. Uh, mostly through uh, Twitter, I would say, currently. Um, and, um, yeah, I was about to say LinkedIn, but the honest answer is Twitter. Yeah, and you're just posting, like,
1: open roles. Hey, we're hiring for this. And you're getting inbound. Well,
0: we we don't necessar- necessarily do that for for freelance positions. Yeah. No, but, but we often just reach out with a tweet or... Um, Yeah, things like this. Yeah, uh, I completely
1: agree. I think it it goes down in the DMs too on Twitter. So if you're looking for a job in the Bitcoin space, I would personally be constantly DMing uh, people already working in this industry, building the network up, asking about job opportunities, because that's where a lot of hires are coming from nowadays. Bitcoin Twitter is the place to be. Absolutely. Still a Bitcoin X. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not even that too. It's also like, Building up your your brand on Twitter, so posting about Bitcoin regularly. Why are you so passionate about it? Um, just anything Bitcoin related, because I'm telling you, uh, when I go at least go to screen people for potential jobs, I'm looking at your Twitter feed. I'm seeing if you're a Bitcoiner or not. That's that makes a big difference, I think, in organizations. Absolutely, organization.
0: like it's very hard to fake.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And I could spot it pretty quickly if you are faking it. Uh,
0: yeah. So d- double down. So, but- one one more thing I would like to also bring up, like, so what we what I try to do, uh, and that gets back to our uh, 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 an earlier part of our conversation, but I love to get like in the skin, you know, of, of the end user. So, um, and um, we're really trying to design for this next next wave of of users, mm-hmm. and make making these concepts easy to grasp, you know, easy to digest. I love mm-hmm. to. You know dumbing down concepts to some yeah. degree and, and making sure we we target all the personas that we we set set to target yep uh that's that's really great so yeah and i also love to share it knowledge. you know at, at uh on twitter but also like at conferences i like to speak as a speaker sometimes like last year i did a master class on making bitcoin easy to understand love and use -hmm. Together with uh, Jan Willem uh, Burgers Mm -hmm. at uh, Plan B, Um, so yeah, I love to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, As we wrap this up here, what's a piece of
1: advice you give someone looking to work uh, in the Bitcoin design space, either a part-time or full-time position? What what's an actionable piece of advice they could do right now to uh, get a position like that?
0: Um, I, I I guess I would just say provide value, be honest, be, be genuine, uh, humble, you know, uh, uh, but, but honestly, like if you have intrinsic value, sorry, if you have intrinsic motivation to, to provide value, uh, Bitcoin companies love that yeah. and, and they will, they will notice that and they will get you on board. Okay. So if you were job searching right now
1: looking for a design type of job, how would you provide value? Can you give me an example?
0: How would I provide value? Yeah, so I, I would advise them. Prob- I would probably give some free advice, like I would a- analyze their uh, current like touch points, their brand touch points, and write mm-hmm. like a mini report maybe of uh, what to improve there and mm-hmm. uh, uh, what they could do differently or uh, things like this. That could be one way. Yeah, that's great advice. And it's, it's
1: really important for people to hear this. Like you have to provide value upfront blindly submitting applications and just hoping for a callback is probably not going to cut it. And especially as the, uh, the bear market continues, uh, we're coming out of it, I think, but these jobs are scarce and it's, it's competitive. So providing that upfront value will really set yourself apart.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, at least provide like a, a taste, you know, yeah. um, uh, don't give it all away of course, but, uh, yeah, that, that definitely helps if you, if you, that do provide like a preview. Right, right.
1: Cool. So I think that's good for today. Thank you so much for your time, Otter. I learned a ton from you. I think you might be the first designer I talked to on this podcast, so I'm sure a lot of the listeners in the design space uh, will find this very valuable. How can someone get in touch with you and learn more about Synonym?
0: Right. So um, if they want to learn more about Synonym, I would say go to Synonym.to, so two. Um, and also it's uh, synonym underscore TO on Twitter. Okay. Uh, if they want to reach out to me, the best channel again would be Twitter or X, I should say, yep. uh, which is at Aldert yeah. So at Aldert on Twitter, mm-hmm. and just, uh, contact me and yeah, you feel free to ask anything you like. Awesome.
1: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you guys continue to build here in the ecosystem. Like I said before, I think it's really important what you guys are doing. uh, And the user interfaces and experience needs to be approved, improved for the next wave of adoption. So come help Aldert out on that front. Uh, So until next time, uh, I'll talk to you later, Aldert. Thank
0: you so much, Eric, for having me.
1: Hey, guys, thanks for listening. And I really hope you found value in this podcast. If you are a job seeker looking to work for a Bitcoin company or you're a part of a Bitcoin company and need help with finding talent for your team, please head over our website at www.bitcointalent.co and get in touch with our team. Thanks. Until next time.